Welcome to the Enjoying the Journey broadcast with Scott Pauley. For the next few moments, we look to God's Word to discover simple Bible principles that will help us to live the daily Christian life and to enjoy the journey. This week on Enjoying the Journey, we're going to do something just a little bit different in our study of the Word of God. We have journeyed through books of the Bible. We've been journeying with some Bible characters. Uh, But this week, I want to take just a few days and deal with a very specific subject. It's an issue that is much discussed and debated in our culture today. I'm so thankful that the Word of God is timeless. God's truth endureth to every generation. And there's not an issue uh, that comes up in your life and in our world that the Word of God does not speak to in some way. Now, the issue that I'm addressing this week is what the Word of God has to say about drinking alcohol. Uh, This is something, of course, that for centuries people have battled with. But in our generation, it has become such an accepted thing among professed believers. As a matter of fact, I'm appalled at the number of Christians I meet who think there's nothing wrong with taking alcohol as a beverage. I want to go on record saying that I have a deep conviction from the Word of God uh, that alcohol is not for Christian people. I believe that folks who want to follow Jesus are going to be filled with the Spirit, not filled with alcohol. And I want to show you that from the Word of God. Now, to do that, I'm going to show you a number of principles this week in the book of Proverbs. To lay a foundation for our study, I want to begin in the book of Ecclesiastes. Before we read what Solomon taught, I want us to read his testimony. Because Solomon didn't just write about what God thinks about liquor. He actually lived it. And in a season of his life, he said that he went down that path. We read in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 1, I said in mine heart, Go to now, I will prove thee with mirth. Therefore enjoy pleasure, and behold, this also is vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad, and of mirth, what doeth it? I sought in mine heart to give myself unto wine, yet acquainting mine heart with wisdom, and to lay hold on folly, till I might see what was that good for the sons of men, which they should do under the heaven all the days of their life. Now the principle that's found in Ecclesiastes chapter 2 is that when you take liquor, you're actually not taking from it, it's taking from you. As a matter of fact, Solomon uses this phrase, he said, I gave myself unto wine. Someone said years ago that a man takes a drink, and then a drink takes a drink, and then the drink takes a life. You see, liquor doesn't give you anything. It actually robs from you. As a matter of fact, I would challenge you to tell me one good thing that alcohol gives to a family. Tell me one good thing that beer does for a human being's life. Tell me one good thing that liquor introduces into society. And I can tell you a thousand things that it has robbed from us, that it has stolen from us. A term that is often used by well-intentioned people is, well, I'm not really a drinker and I'm certainly not a drunkard. Really what I do is social drinking. I want you to stop and think about that term for just a moment. My friend, if you've got a drink to be social, you've got the wrong kind of friends. If you've got a drink to have a social life, then the basis of those relationships is faulty. 
May I ask, what are you going to give your life to? What are you going to give your time and your energy and your resources to? Solomon testifies, and he said, I gave myself to wine. He said, I still wanted to acquaint my heart with wisdom, but instead I found folly. You see, liquor does not contribute to wisdom. It's not leading in the paths of righteousness. Instead, it is a dead end, not an open door. It leads to folly. It leads to foolishness. It leads to so much destruction. Now, with that in mind, I want you to go back with me to the book of Proverbs because this same man who tried wine and said, it's all vanity, it's all emptiness. Isn't that an interesting word he would use, vanity? Here's a man filling himself with liquor, and yet instead of being full, he's empty. And so now that same man, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writes a number of Proverbs that deal with this subject of alcohol. Let's begin in Proverbs chapter 20 and verse number 1, where the Bible says, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Now here's the operative word, deceived. The first thing I want you to see from the Word of God is the deception of alcohol. It's a lie. At its very root, all sin is a lie. That started in the Garden of Eden. It always promises what it can't fulfill. Uh, but in a very real way, alcohol does that. It promises certain things, so many things. It promises an escape. It promises joy. It promises liberty. But instead, it brings to bondage. It's just like its father, the devil. The devil's always making promises that he fails to fulfill. And alcohol does the very same thing. And the Bible says, whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Now notice that word whosoever because that means anybody. A friend of alcohol could fool the wisest man who ever lived, Solomon. Then be very sure that alcohol will bring deception to you and to me. None of us is above this. As a matter of fact, if you take the first mention of this kind of thing in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 9, you find Noah, a good man, God's man, drinking alcohol, becoming drunken in his tent, and that sin of drunkenness led to immorality and so much wickedness. It affected not only Noah, it affected his entire family. Now that's very significant because that's the first time we see alcohol in the Scripture. My friend, wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Some people think that alcohol loosens them up. It makes them able to laugh and to relax and have a good time. But the word picture of Proverbs 20 verse 1 is the exact opposite. Wine is mocking you. Strong drink is laughing at you. Uh, Satan is using this as a tool to deceive you. I would suggest to you that alcohol is a gateway drug. It is never the end. It is always the beginning. As a matter of fact, in Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse number 15, the prophet says that alcohol led to immorality. You see, these kind of things always go together because alcohol messes with the mind. It, it affects the emotions. It works in the inner man. And in so doing, it leads to so much evil, both in thought and in deed. May I say to you today on the authority of the Word of God, that no serious Christian should drink alcohol as a beverage. As a matter of fact, if Solomon came to that conclusion, then I would urge you to come to the same conclusion. I remember many years ago making a decision that by the grace of God, I was not going to take alcohol as a beverage. 
Friend, I've made a lot of decisions through the years that I regret, but I've never once regretted that one because I know that in doing so, God has kept me from so many other things that could be so destructive. I hope you'll continue your study of the Word of God with us this week as we walk through the book of Proverbs and see what God's Word says about alcohol. Find your answer in the Word of God. Live it and share it with someone else today. Thank you for joining us for today's study. Please visit our website, scottpauley.org, to find helpful resources for your Christian life. You will also find a link through which you can invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? Until we are together again, may God help you enjoy the journey.